Educate the people on um, what happens to a woman's body. Yeah, I think uh, it's very. Um, I think more men need to be more understanding to this because I guess when we see women as moody or going through changes of, well, basically, I guess that's what the moodiness means. It, it's, be, it is. It's it definitely. So how does it feel when you're going through a change? Obviously, I know the answer to this, but you're going through some changes, whatever it may be. And the guy's like, hey, how you doing? Good looking. Isn't that just the worst time? Of <laughs> no, not really. The approach is just like, really, bro? Like, do you know what I'm dealing with right now? Yeah, I didn't, you can't get into all that. <laughs> I mean, that's how y'all get your strength. I can imagine, right. you know what I'm saying? But I, I, think, I think we just have... Uh, I feel that we need to be a little more understanding, but then we are afraid to be understanding because then that may make us weak. Hmm. You know? Maybe understanding may be to a part where it's just like, oh boy, like now I'm understanding and you, you, you're trying to play me for this shit, you know? Could be. Because also in a, when, you're not, when you're not close to that age, you kind of can't fathom it happening. So right. you don't know because you're not in it and you're not around people that are going through it. Is it safe? To, is age evil? I guess it's how you make it. I mean, you can't you can't stop aging. I mean, you can try to stop some of the looks of aging, which a lot of a lot of women do. They'll go, you know, for injectables and facelifts and this and that. But ultimately, you, you can't stop it. There's no fountain of youth. If there was one, somebody would be a billionaire already. That's a fact. So all, all the things that, well, you, you work out, you know, and you do a lot of work. And, I, you know, do, do you feel that, how, how do you feel that that makes you feel better? Not just mentally, but how do you feel better physically? It's both. It's both mentally oh, it and physically. Okay. Absolutely. Like, if I can't, if I can't get, to the, get to the gym, like, Three days in a row, I start right. to feel depressed and whatnot. It's definitely, it's, I think at this point. I want to act like, yeah, she's right about that. <laughs> you are right about that. That's the truth. Uh, and it's like. Three days, you feel a difference. Like, whoa. And you feel those three, three days from the weekend. Yeah. And then when you go back into the gym, it's like you weren't there for a year. So, I, I, I mean. Training is, is a part of my life. I think it keeps me young. It, it keeps me mentally strong. It keeps me physically strong. keeps my body in shape. keeps my mind in shape. And it's, it's all good all around. Wow. There's a couple of exclusives here that I wanted to touch on. And, um, you know, she never knows what questions I'm going to come and ask her. But, you know, we, we did touch on this thing in regards to uh, the menopause and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and man, of course, that age and certain things may lose. What gains out of age? Other than wisdom, physically, is there any gaining method for better? Absolutely. You okay. don't, you don't, you, you just don't tolerate things that used to get you upset. You know, you're not looking for the drama anymore. You're looking to leave it behind. You're not looking for negative. You're not, you're looking for positive. You know, um, things come with experience and 
that just keeps growing. As long as you take it as I'm never going to stop learning, it's not like, oh, I know, I know all of this and I can teach you now. No, it's more, at least for me, I know I'm always learning. Right. And I'm, that will keep my mind fresh. And even, even training, like you said, you know, going to the gym. Right. right now I've been doing CrossFit for the past five to six years. Mm-hmm. And I want to switch that up now. I'm thinking of maybe starting martial arts or something a little different. Like, I always need, I need something new and fresh, and I think that's what keeps the youth. Right. As much as my, my body might fight it sometimes. But it's important to keep that, you know, to release those endorphins, feel that mode of the, the mind leveling out and feeling good. Um, do you ever go through any depression, uh, any anxiety of any sort? Oh, Yeah. Straight up, you? Yeah, yeah, both. Depression and anxiety. Wow. So let's just say within the last couple of months that we've been going hard in the groups and stuff like mm-hmm. that, has there been a, a down that I would have no idea within, let's say from January 1st to now? A down? Uh, as far as like a depression? Uh, yeah, I got, I, death, yes. Wow. Yes. And you would never, you see what I mean? You see, you see, I feel that we're out, when we're out, people's minds are just all about, like, we just take people for face value. We would never know, you know what I mean? Like, they, you know, we see, oh, what, you was depressed last, how's that? I didn't see that. Because I wouldn't notice. That, that's, we were talking about social media, the facade, you can, yeah. you can portray whatever you want out there. And then it's not the real person, not all the time. So when you went through this dark period, mm-hmm. was this as you wake up, when you go to sleep throughout the day? Is it overthinking things? What do you feel that it is? Um, overthinking is definitely one of mine, and um, sometimes just just feeling unmotivated, don't want to get up. Um, for me, the the most recent bout was. Um, I retired from teaching this August. So cool. I've been teaching for 30 years and now... Wow. And a straight up New York City teacher? N- yep. New oh, York wow. City Department okay. of Ed. Okay. And uh, now I'm, I'm still working in a capacity, but I'm an independent provider. I work right. with deaf and hard of hearing students. So now I'm like, more like a private... Um, not a tutor. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's considered like a th- sort of therapy type where cool. I help them with their work, make sure they understand vocabulary, but it's, it's different because now I'm not in the school system. Right. I, don't have to, I don't have to punch in. I don't have to talk to a payroll secretary. You know? So it, it's nice. It's, right. it's empowering. It still keeps me doing what I'm doing. But one thing that a lot of people don't understand about retirement at least from teaching, I'm not sure about other sectors, but from what I've heard, it's, it's similar, is you go for these consultations, you go for these meetings, they tell you this, they tell you an approximate amount, and then all of a sudden you get to that point, and boom, nothing happens like it's supposed to. So I went for a good, from the end of August to the end of January, with basically no pension. Really? Um, only the salary from the private students right. that I'm working with. And 
the Department of Ed slapped me with a deficit of $5,000. Wait, hold on, hold on. So anyway, <laughs> so it's a deficit of $5,000, but you owe me. They're saying they didn't, it was their mistake. They didn't take out proper money from retroactive right, right, lump right. sums. Right. And so here I am like, yes, I'm retired. I open a letter and it says you owe us. It was something like 4800 What a great introduction to retirement. Yeah. God damn. So right off the bat, I was at a loss. Like you just went into black mode. I mean, dark yeah, mode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> black mode, black mode. You got some bullshit. Y'all don't pay for this shit. I did that too. You did that too. So you didn't went into black and dark mode. God damn. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> White woman crazy is White woman too. flips out on some black shit. It was. News at 11. I mean, I'd call them up and they would read the letter to me. I'm like, listen. <laughs> I've been teaching for 30 years. I'm not illiterate. I don't need you to read this to me. So I went, I went down to um, Water Street. I tried to talk to somebody, and it was the same thing. They started reading the letter to me. I said, no, I want to see your spreadsheets. Oh, I want to wow. see, just because you're telling me, mm -hmm. you know, you didn't take out money, my, my pay stubs say opposite. Right, and the right, person right. who was there was right. like, well, do you have those pay stubs? Yes, I do. I'm a very prepared person. When I know there's something, that there's some injustice or anything, right. I am prepared. Your shit is all okay. So that's the white side of you. So <laughs> yeah. We can't relate to that shit. Receipts, <laughs> proof, proof bang, of income. Bang, 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 yeah. bang. He is from 2014 yeah. to, 2000, to 2019. You see, I respect that. <laughs> And uh, still, it, it was their word against mine. There was nothing I could say. I had, a, I had to come up with the money. Oh, man. I had to borrow from my own. Um, we don't have 401Ks. We have 403Bs. 403Bs, okay. So same thing. It's a, same thing. It's a, a different. It's for savings, basically. Okay. So I had to borrow from myself to pay back myself so I can get my pension. So in order to get your pension, you had to pay this deficit? Yep. Otherwise, I wasn't getting. It was like now, extortion. They it was still terrible. gave you retro, though, right? For all the months. I got it. Okay. I got it. Thank well, goodness. Well, that yes. could put a that could pretty much brighten up the day. Yeah, brighten up a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I know that smile just went from. <laughs> My hair was black before that. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> wow. Um, so I had a happy ending. Yes. Thank goodness. So you got through it. I got through it, but it sucked. It's, I wasn't even taking in enough money to pay my mortgage. What did you learn from that? You got through. I learned that I that I can do with less. Mm -hmm. uh, I learned that it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And and pay the money back too if it's somebody. Yeah, and I, well, I, I was glad that um, I found a way that I won't really feel the loss. Okay. And. Um, I, you always know to, to have a cushion when you're going to retire. Right. And unfortunately, I had two dogs that got very, very sick and ultimately had to be put down. Both of them? Both of them. Oh, I still got so one. And yeah. um, that took my cushion away. So you was already going through this dark period at the time. Yes. Due to the situation with the deficit and on top. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. The dogs came first. And that, okay. that you know, people who, people who are dog people dog know it. Uh, one died at 18 and a half. Right, so you and had it from birth? 
Well, since she was like six weeks, yeah. yeah. And the other one was 13. And he died of heartbreak. He just stopped eating and stuff. And that's why we got the third dog anyway, so that wouldn't happen because they were bonded. Right. But it still happened. Still happened. It what? still wasn't, wasn't his mommy or his big sister. You notice a significant change when he did Oh, he stopped eating. He stopped, yeah, it was, he didn't want to get up off the couch. It was, oh, wow. it was like a husband, you know, when they say older couples sometimes, mm-hmm. when you're elderly, right. one, one spouse dies and the other one dies. Right, 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 right. It right. was like that. It was terrible. Oh, and my. to watch him, like, go downhill was devastating. I think there's some significance from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think, um, I think when we go through things, actually, actually, I know this. When we go through things, sometimes you may not particularly learn, but somebody could have a testimony that can learn from your testimony. Because look at what you just said. That's just nature. You, you, you used the pets as an example, and then we had that's to use true. the human beings of, of, of the strength of losing someone that's significant to you. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that puts you in a pretty much... I don't think I actually do any videos at this time. Did I? I'm sorry? I don't think I actually do any videos at this time that you was going through all this stuff. Was, did I? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so, no. And, and, and the reason why I ask that is because um, do you feel that that would have probably not made you see clearer to be out now when you're doing videos on YouTube, you're doing these interviews? like, Or do you feel that you had to really go through that to really come into the zone of like, you know what, I, I've seen it, and I'm ready to express myself. I was still okay when I went out. When we, it was when I was home more. So I would, I would seek to do things to, okay. to take my attention off it. And never, Which is good. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't sway from what I was doing because I was upset, but when I'd come home, I just, I'd want to get out. I'd oh. want to get out and do okay. things. Being busy, always moving around. Yeah. Okay. Do you, would you, would you, Advise people to do that? If it works for them. Okay. You got to really, really know yourself. Some people that might make it worse. You know, sometimes it can cause anxiety because you're already not feeling it and then you start taking on projects to, to not think and now you're overwhelmed. So a lot of times it's cyclical between depression and anxiety. I kind of struggle with, and I never will know the true answer it has nothing to do with it's it's something okay i'm just gonna come out and say it how's that you you know whatever the question is you know i like i'd rather you go hard okay you know because there's a lot going on about cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation and i know how i feel but I don't know how a woman of color or a man of color would feel about it. And so I'm just going to come out and say it. Are white women or white people ever allowed to wear traditionally black hairstyles, specifically cornrows? You know, it's funny... um... I never understood how that was an issue. Thank you. I really didn't because, uh, listen, forget where I was born and raised. 
But I will say this much. Every time I see a woman, ain't too many dudes that could pull off cornrows, not because they're just white. It's just like, ain't too many white dudes that could pull it off the way. Like the dude in the movie, uh, I forgot the name of the movie. He actually pulled it off. Uh, remember the brownstone that they were in and uh, the woman was running and she, she was running from, uh, I forgot the actor's name. It's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, there was in a brownstone in Brooklyn. Okay. And they, they were getting robbed for this treasure. It was trying to get to them, and they locked themselves in this vault. And there was these two dudes that were coming from, including Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker came after them. Um, it'll come to me. But anyway, there was a white dude in there that had cornrows. I'm going to tell you something. If a white dude wears cornrows, he has to have a beard and mustache. Because <laughs> he had it. The dude actually, I don't think I've seen any white dude that pulled that off that didn't look like it was a joke. But when I go to Jamaica and Barbados, there's a woman that's on the beach and they, they pay him to do that. And, you know, I've never seen a problem with it. I've, I've loved the hairstyle ever since I was a kid and I would have my hair cornrowed. Yeah. And it was never an issue. I stopped doing it. Why? because of cultural appropriation for people saying that it's, it's I, I even Googled, I even looked it up. Is it cultural appropriation for a white woman to wear cornrows? Oh, shit. And... Bo Derek? She was... Well, that... I'm saying, like, that, that, she, she channeled that. Like, she, you know what I mean? she brought it, she brought it A to, long time ago. Yeah, to to white people, I guess. And when she came out with the blonde, you know, cornrows, she was hot. and what I what I got from from researching mm-hmm. was that yes, it is a form of cultural appropriation, only if you don't respect the culture. Like if you're coming out like a like a like the Kardashians, sorry. Right, right, right. Which, <laughs> which, which she did it a lot of times. And it's like, look at this. I'm trendy, and this is my new hairdo, and I, I'm I'm gonna promote this. And right. that's that's where I think the difference is. Like if you're if you're saying you know like oh this is mine and I'm gonna you know coin it. This is my new look. Well, you didn't invent it, and you have to know where it came from. As, a, as opposed to making it like, this is my new trend. Right. That's the problem. Let me tell you how black think, people um, think. That's what I need to know. I'm not black and right. I'm never going to think like right. a black person. I, I try to mm-hmm. as much as I can, but I can't. Black people think like this. Black people love when other coaches do what we create. We love it. However, what we don't like is not being acknowledged for it. That's what we don't like. So the Kardashians had totally stolen attributes of a black woman. 100%. They know it. The mother knows it. Everybody knows it. If you have a wife, if I was a white man and I have a daughter, I'm like, listen, my daughter's going to have to make some money. She's going to have to start getting with some of these ball players. And I start noticing my daughter's developing and a different direction, I'm going to be like, listen, uh, you're going to have to start 
hollering to some of these athletes and some of these rappers. These guys are making millions of dollars. What are we going to do? And she's going to have to basically be a white version of a black woman because black men love that. Black wow. men are very enthused or, 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 or attracted to non-black women with black woman attributes, in addition to black women. So with that b- being said, the Kardashians kind of took the situation and never gave any black woman credit. Like they never had an interview and said, you know, one of my favorite women is Diana Ross, uh, or you know, Thelma from Good Times. Like they, they mm-hmm. have the ability to to really let people appreciate this history of this woman. If, if Kim Kardashian put a picture up and told everybody Thelma from Good Times is one of the hottest, baddest black women she's ever laid her eyes on, and she's she 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 inspired her. Thelma was great. See. <laughs> <laughs> Delma was hot. Delma. Like, you know what I'm saying? Delma was like, Delma was so hot. I remember I used to always watch Delma just walk to the bedroom just to watch her body. You know what I'm saying? Watch her shape, excuse me. You didn't say body. <laughs> shape. But uh, it's like a white guy. If you see a white dude, especially in my gym, there's a lot of Mexicans. White dudes living on Staten Island with black culture, that's a regular day. I'm, I'm, I'm so used to it, I don't even take offense to it. Now you see the Mexicans that are close to being black mm-hmm. than a white guy, but they're, they're, they're taking it so much, but it's almost like they don't even want to look at me when they see me because it's like they don't know if I accept them. When I'm like, no, nah, this is pretty lit. Like, you're doing it, he's doing it. Um, white boys tend to give more homage to black people than white women. Wow. That's right. They do. Because I could see a white dude and I could go on a job. I could come and you know, dudes let me, yo, what's up, brother? You know, he let me know that he's with the coach and he appreciates you, yo, man. And he's going to call you brother. Well, I, that just hit me. Oops. That just hit because um, when a black woman calls me sister or a black man calls me sister. It's a big deal. I am, that, that means so much to me. See? If more white women were acknowledging black women as sisters the way white men that love the culture acknowledge us as a brother, that's or that, see, that brother is stronger than another black man calling me brother. Another black man calling me brother as a black man, come on, come on with the brother shit, man. What you want? You know what I mean? What you up to? <laughs> but when you see a white dude say brother, he's letting you know peace. He means it. Like when we say peace, it's just, you know, even though peace meant something back in the sixties and seventies, but you know, with the fist on the pick that you call me hair out with the red, black, and green. But now when a when a white man says brother, he means peace. He's acknowledging you from your language, from your acknowledgement of how you exist, your brother, that he's a brother, he acknowledges you as a brother. White woman will come in the gym with just, her ass is just as big as the white, the black girl. <laughs> Naturally too. There ain't even no fake ones. And a see a sister and knows that she's clearly, let's just be honest, like you know you could look at another woman and know that you guys share kind of the same of course. Attributes. Absolutely. And you know black women been that way forever. So 
if you coming into the gym, you say, you know, how you doing? You ain't got to go power to the people to hug, you know, but, <laughs> you know, you should show us some, you know what I'm saying, somewhat of a, like, you know, um, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? I love you, whatever, yeah. whatever. And I feel that the reason why they're not like that, because Eminem, for example, I'm watching the Oscars, Eminem's on stage. I'm looking at Eminem, and Eminem, it was almost like Eminem is so black, but so white, mm -hmm. you like, dude, don't embarrass us. Because it's almost like seeing another black rapper on stage, you're like, oh, shit, what's he going to say? But Eminem, he got his pants sagging, beard all fucked up, like, and he's just being him. So now the non-blacks are forced to understand the culture. Rather than Kim Kardashian, it'd just be like, it's just all about the Kardashians. I'm like, yo, you don't even be having no, you don't even pay homage to no sisters. No so way. it's the same shit that's going, we got enough of that already with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and Little Kim. None of them get along. <laughs> yep. Because they don't pay homage to each other. So a woman already a caddy, and on top of the fact that a white woman knows she got a black ass, she needs to let it be known that she respects or, 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 or acknowledges the sister. Show, show a white woman from your perspective, like, here's a black woman on Black History Month. We don't see nobody, you know, Kim Kardashian's kids are black. Kim Kardashian has black in her blood. We don't see you doing anything. Oh, you could do the jail reform, but we, we don't want to be linked to always some criminal shit. Like, no. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, we, it, you, you should be more proud to show that you are paying homage because if anybody asks right now who got the biggest ass in the industry, they're going to say Kim Kardashian. They're going to go to a black woman. So the, the cornrow thing, I think if more white women were getting cornrows and they hashtag Black History Month or even hashtag, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross, hashtag somebody that you was inspired by let's keep it real you know what i'm saying absolutely and knew like you know it's it's like us black dudes really get a brad pitt or the, or the black dude and the dude is brad pitt would be like yo man you know f trump you know what i'm saying so it's like we 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 have an acknowledgement because we we fuck with brad pitt because we you know brad pitt's one of us but then it's like we see the rock we're like ah oh, he's a he's a bird gotcha you see what i'm saying so yeah. i feel that white men do a better job at as showing black acknowledgement when more white women need to start doing that. Like, you got you got a pair of Yeezy sneakers on your feet. You got a pair of Air Jordans. And, you know, you got daughters, you know what I'm saying? You got a daughter, yeah. you know how it is. So one or the other, those are a black male sneaker. One's married, both of them are married. <laughs> I wear woman. Jordans. Right, you wear Jordans. So, exactly, right, right. Prime example. So you wear Jordans. Michael Jordan's married to a white woman, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, Kanye West is married to a white woman, you know. No matter what the situation is, is like, are there white women even representing? Oh yeah, well they were a black man, but that's not enough. Like we need to see, like, acknowledge the black woman as a white woman. You know, you know, acknowledge the black woman. This is the reason why we look at Fergie as we more connected to Fergie than Nicki Minaj, you understand? Because we like, yo, Fergie fucks with us. Madonna fucks with us. Mm -hmm. You know, Cindy Lauper fucks with us. So that's that's something that's a real big deal. So me personally, I think that's the reason, that's the issue with the braids. I think 
a white woman coming through with braids in the gym, I think shit look I think them shit just look great on a white woman. Are you the, kidding me? The person who does my hair is black. I mean, she's the one who does my cornrows, and there was never an issue. And but I somebody, even somebody, said some, to some, her, what made you stop it then? What, the power of social media. Right. The poison of the world. <laughs> well, I'm going to change that shit right here. I'm going to tell you something right now. Um, you need to definitely embrace your cornrows. You already got the nice shave on the sides, which mm-hmm. is already a, a real eclectic look. You know what I'm saying? So sisters fucks with that, and that shit is hard. That's and I nice. don't have the typical, you know, silky, what you think of white woman hair. You, have, you would have kinky hair have, for a white woman. For That would be kinky I hair. have coarse hair. Right. I mean. Well, well for a white woman, right. your coarse is, is, right. is still... Your course is still good. It hair. would be a looser cor- <laughs> curl on a black person. Yeah, right. right. But we, we, but we, we take your hair. It's like, ooh, that's beautiful. That it is. That's a beautiful hair. When coarse hair for us would be a lot easier for us to do this. Mm-hmm. When it's probably a little locks are beautiful, locks but that's thing. that's a whole different. I, ne- I never had a problem seeing a white person with locks. I never had a problem seeing them with dreads. I just feel that I think a lot more white women would look great with cornrows i feel some white women look dope with dreads but i feel that in the process of it get the education of knowing that i think if more white women just start connecting more with black women it'll be a good look of acknowledging that the birth that makes perfect sense and i am tight with many but women i don't i Women, whoever whatever their outsides are right as long as their insides are good people that's who I connect with. Well, you can see that. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you have a delivery about yourself that um, is exactly my point. Like, you know, if I was, if we, if you was, a, if you was my artist or you was an actor or I was, your, you was my client and I was a publicist, I'm like, trust me when I tell you, you want to do something big, and this is huge. You know, pay homage to a black woman. That'd be a big deal. That'd be a. You could pay homage to Patty. Let me tell you something. Kim Kardashian and them are so powerful. They have the ability to break this terrible, terrible wall in the United States called racism. They have the ability to do it. They, she, forget, forget she, she already has the power of getting people out of jail for early releases. Great. Okay, that's great. You got some power in the White House. But show now that we have a problem here. And Black man and black, see, white guy and a white, black dude, they know at the end of the day, listen, black guy don't want to deal with a white dude on no violence because he's going to go to jail for 100 years. And a white dude don't want to deal with the average black guy because he don't want to deal with a dude from the hood. You know, let's just, you know what I'm saying? Well, there's a fear on both ends. Like, there's a fear and there's somewhat a respect. Black, white, black and white women having unified, so it's like girl power and, you know, feminism and let's stay together, but they, they're still like, the biggest celebrities still, they're, they're the trendsetters. Kim Kardashian is a trendsetter. That's huge. A trendsetter is more powerful than a politician. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So if she could set the trend and do that, you, you walking around, you will clearly do everything that Kim Kardashian does is of a black woman. Now you have this Hispanic woman that's not giving the credit to the black woman. So now you got a Dominican woman that's clearly a black Hispanic that don't deal with black women, but yes, she does her hair, but she walks out the damn 
you know, they are a salon calls a nigga. So, exactly. so it's just, it's, it's, it's confusion. It's just like the church going people right. too. You know, right. hey, I go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Right. How you going to church on Sunday, but now you, you sit up there with a potty mouth. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like always people say to me like, well, damn, you should become a, a deacon. I said, I could become a deacon, but I would have to stop cursing. So I'd rather just become a, you know, a, a, just, a, a fluencer. You know, exactly. Just be, just be you. Just be me. And just be you know, and spread that. Right. Spread and that's, that. and that's what I want to do. You know, there's nothing like, even as I'm talking now, it's just no, no, just bang. You know, I want to be free. And, um, but that's just the reality. It's amazing. Younger women, younger women don't like.